going on, everybody? This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. <laughs> this is Jacob Brown's Joby Morelia. And before we get into episode 33, we have we have our usual question and answer with Fishhead Diagnostics, of our course. sponsor that we appreciate. Whoop, whoop. Every day. <clears throat> All day, every day. So this week's question is, what disinfectants does Fishhead Diagnostics recommend for NIDO and other pathogens? Uh, so... Getting into this one. Dr. Susan and company say, first, the bad news. Unfortunately, we do not have specific data for common disinfectants against nidovirus. However, the good news is that we are working in collaboration with researchers at the University of Florida and Utah State to answer this question for the reptile community. Until we know more, all we can do is extrapolate from information on other closely related viruses such as SARS, <clears throat> SARS is an enveloped RNA virus in the same order as nidovirus. As enveloped viruses, nidovirus and SARS are not very stable within the environment, and many disinfectant protocols are likely effective. <clears throat> Continuing. <clears throat> At this time, we are recommending disinfectant disinfection protocols similar to those used to disinfect for SARS. The World Health Organization reports that SARS coronavirus can be stable for at least one to two days in feces and urine at room temperature and up to four days in some cases. Furthermore, some disinfectants are deactivated by organic material. This means that removing organic materials will be just as important as the disinfectant you choose. Soap and water can be used to remove organics from hard surfaces, then a quick rinse is needed. Readily available disinfectants such as bleach or quaternary ammonia <clears throat> can be used next. Contact time and dilution are very important. You should follow the manufacturer's recommendation on how long the disinfectant you are using needs to be in contact to be effective. Remember to rinse all disinfectants off thoroughly since many of them can be respiratory irritants, skin irritants, or even toxic to the animals. If you want an extra layer of decontamination, dry the enclosure with a clean paper towel or let it air dry and turn on a UV light. You can also spray the enclosure with isopropyl alcohol and let it sit for 20 minutes. A list of commonly used disinfectants and their mode of action can be found on Iowa State University's Center for Food Security and Public Health website, or a link can be found on our Facebook page or Fishhead's Facebook page. <clears throat> we will be sure to copy that link and send it, uh, post it up there for, for everyone to find. <clears throat> this table includes other pathogens that may be of concern, such as bacteria and fungi, as well as factors that affect each disinfectant's effectiveness. Remember that transmission through fomites such as clothing, shoes, cross-use of equipment, and even your hands must all be considered when we are performing disinfection and following ideal standards of care. Please keep all of these factors in mind when working with your animals in their enclosures. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Q&A with Fish Egg Diagnostics, and as always, share knowledge and not Nido. Oh man, I can't breathe. I need to work on that. Breathing? Yeah. Yeah. Like while I'm talking, I struggle. No. You just get winded? Yeah. You're long winded. I could be a rapper. I could be the next Eminem, dude. But let's see. They also have a table included. Characteristics of selected disinfectants. So this table provides general information for each disinfectant chemical classes. 
Antimicrobial activity may vary with the formulation concentration. As always, read the following: read and follow the product label for proper proper, proper preparation and application directions. Proper pre proper pre pre preparation. And this table just breaks down common active ingredients, sample trade names, so basically like brand names, mechanism of action, characteristics, precautions, you know, is it flammable, is it caustic, is it carcinogenic, toxic gas released, maybe toxic animals. Uh, yeah, so this is pretty neat. Um, I will screenshot this and be sure to post it on our Facebook page, uh, and I will pin it to the top so everyone can see it, and I'll also... Uh, there's a link to this PDF, too, that, that people can also check out. <clears throat> I'm dying. But, anyways, this is going to be episode 33 with Joe and Melissa from Port City Pythons. So, let's get into it. And, as always, enjoy. Please subscribe. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, all that good stuff. All of it. Let's get it. This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz with JLB Morelia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. don't like that justin can put this in the show and not edit it out and now that i said that he probably will yeah you just gave it. him the idea no one ever knows oh, yeah. no for, i think we i think we'll have to keep this one <laughs> we have to show everybody who wears the pants over here oh we already knew that yeah i did it we already know <laughs> it's you melissa <laughs> Okay. So Joe's, now Joe's the face, up. and Melissa's the the one doing the the, the real work. <laughs> That's so far from the truth. <laughs> I can any. I can still hear myself. I can't hear myself. Okay, so maybe. You're I, just... <laughs> I can't hear myself in your earphones or in my own earphones. All right, I'm closing the door. I like how you had to say that. We all heard it. Slam it oh. shut. Bam! Just trying to give it play by play. I'm not used to being uh, on the phone. Joe, Joe's like, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even want to fucking do the podcast anymore. I completely spaced. And I, I usually like tell everybody just what they have to do, which usually I'm just like, all you have to do is call and we handle the rest. Like, that's it. And I completely. Well, usually people like expect to just call in yeah. do a podcast. Yeah. Y'all get all We're fancy. We're just annoying. Yeah, for real. Nobody wants to look at Justin's face. I wouldn't <laughs> want to look at me. Uh, I sure don't. Wow. But I apologize. Got for... depressing really quick. <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, man. <laughs> Did you guys go to the Mexican restaurant again? No. Oh, no. no, we didn't. We that's not going to happen again. Well, dude, you were in, you did not keep it together. Dude, I would Who <laughs> didn't? Oh man, I was oh, I was trying so hard to keep him straight, man. I was telling him I was telling telling him before the episode. I was like, "Dude, do not fuck this up." Anything. 
like, do not fuck this up. Yes, I know, and I realized that. I, I meant before the episode, I tried real hard to make sure you shut the fuck up the whole time. God. Dude, he was. This is so great. I can walk in the kitchen and do <laughs> stuff and like walk. I just feel so free compared to our podcast. <laughs> well, you're not going to be free for long because they didn't charge any of your shit. So, Ooh. Yeah. Your so someone didn't die. tell me I was going to need to use my headphones with my phone. Off talk. <laughs> oh, man. That was directed towards Justin, not me, right? Well, who? Well, I thought it was going to direct it towards oh. you, but he already said he didn't send it out, so it is directed towards him. Justin, Justin's Sweet. getting ice, so he didn't he didn't hear that burn. Oh <laughs> no, Melissa's talking shit. <laughs> she, she said you. She said you fucking suck and you're fat and you're ugly. Oh. Okay. Yep. That sounds like something I'd say. Dude, did you shit your pants? What the hell does no, that smell? That's the cat. Dude, did the cat fart? <laughs> no, that's from the fridge. Dude, what the hell? That's the fridge, dude. We need to clean the fridge. What did you, what is in there? What's in there? A dead possum? Old ass food and shit that needs to go, man. God, man. It smells terrible. Yeah, it does. Oh my god, dude. What the hell? Ah. Oh. Sorry, guys. That, oh. Guess, their, yeah, their, fr- their fridge has something dead in it. Oh, my fridge does too, but it's <laughs> not rotten, I guess. Yeah. All right. So here's. Dude, there's shit in it. Here's the deal. Oh, what is that? <laughs> that is disgusting. That's not. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell is that? It looks like a loogie. A what? Justin broke out some liquor, and there's like this loogie oh, looking it's thing. Oh, fine, dude. It's gone. Uh, <laughs> is it gone or? Yeah, you just shake it up, and it disappears. Uh, what is that? It's coconut what? rum. Is that how science works? You got a coconut rum? It's toasted coconut rum. Can I have some? No. Dude, fuck you. Toasted coconut rum. Anyways, yeah, so sorry. my roommate gets these Green Chef boxes in like twice a week and never cooks. So he just puts this shit in the fridge and then it just sits there. And obviously, be judging by the smell that you just experienced, I'm not brave enough to go and clean that bitch out. Hell no. Because it's bad. Dude, that's really bad. Poor Monty has to deal with it all the time. Poor Monty. Monty's like our mascot. Monty and Spurgeon. Monty the cat. <clears throat> all right, are we ready right. to get the show on the We're road? We're ready to get this show's been on the road for five minutes, bro. Oh, what? No. <laughs> all right. Well, welcome to episode 33, guys. We are here with uh, Joe and Melissa from Port City Pythons. This rum literally tastes like suntan lotion. That sounds disgusting. It sounds like it. Coconut to- toasted coconut sounds it's not exactly that great like a suntan straight. lotion. Flavor. Give that a shot and tell me that doesn't taste like let me, let me tanning out. oil. Oh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> you might have to get the. Dude, it tastes like said. rubbing alcohol. <clears throat> it's oh. rum. Oh, I like rum. That is. Well, talk to me when you're bald. Yeah, well, it's going to be oh, a while. You guys are worse at an intro than we are. Oh, yeah. No, you We should... have our moments. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, Joe and Melissa, how's it going, guys? Did you tell her this is episode 33? Yeah, that's what I said. Okay, I've He I, did. He I, said that I, first. I spaced for a second. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, quit spacing. Anyways, how's it going, guys? 
Thank you guys so much for having us. I was sorry. I'm silent because I was unsure if we started. <laughs> Melissa wasn't taking the reins either. So. I just let it be. I thought you would, like, I thought you would want to start it. Justin you was uh, a while. Justin was taking over Thank there. Thank you, so. Justin. Jacob, for yeah. having us. <laughs> yeah, of course. Of Have course. you guys had two people on at the same time yet? Um, no. Not on this. I did on the Chondrocast the other day. Oh, the Chondrocast. I had... <laughs> Uh, Luke Myers and I had Jason Brumley on at the same time the other night. Gotcha. <laughs> on the yeah. Superior well, Podcast. The Superior Podcast, really. Wow. Wow, that, I, you... that actually hurt me deep. Oh. But you're re- like halfway dissing yourself. He like refuses true, to admit true. that it like stings that I do that. I can see it in his dead little eyes. <laughs> it, would st- it would sting me. He's it deeply me pained. If Joe started another podcast by himself, I'd be pissed. I mean, which really you don't have m- much like ground to be pissed in comparison to Justin no. and Jake. I feel. <laughs> well, he doesn't either because he doesn't like... even like he has. He don't have any interesting condros. Wait, I don't have to where you come to my house. I twice live a week. with you. Yeah, yeah, but if I was to make another snake show, is it that unusual that you may not be there as well? It is unusual because I live with you. So you just have to be here. Yeah. I mean, if wow. if if welcome we're, to if couples we're, therapy if, with if, the culture <laughs> podcast. If we're being real, Melissa, um, I mean, you weren't there for our episode, so. That's Ooh. true. I mean, I gotta. Where was oh, I? Yeah. I gotta side with Joe on this one. Where was I? I have no oh, idea. Was I sick? I think so. I think you were sick. Yeah. You, that's what you claimed. Yeah, if he didn't want to talk. That's to what us, you just said. Had to say so. If you didn't want to look at Justin for two hours, you could have just could have just admitted it. It's okay. I'm either sick or I'm babysitting. So one no. of them I can't come. The other I'm talking one, about I'm Joe's right choose... there. You don't need to babysit anybody. I would, choose... <laughs> I would choose babysitting over this podcast. That is very true. Ooh. So if she comes Ooh. to the podcast at her convenience, clearly. Hey, her and Joe have her and Jake have that in common. Hey, Ooh. I've missed two episodes. Two. <laughs> no, I can Jeez. understand if you got pissed about me doing another, like, just overall reptile show like we do here. If yeah. I said, I'm going to go start another one just because, then you'd have grounds to be pissed. But this is, like, Condro specific. Like, hey, I'm not dude, doing Emerald hey. Tree Boas. I'm not doing any of that stuff. Hey. It's just Condros. Hey, hey, hey. I've never once said I was pissed about I it. And I told you from the get go, if once. you wanted to start a papayan show, you, had the, right, you had the right to do so. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be pissed. You know why you say I'd that, though? You, with it. you know why? Like Never a mind. good friend. Never mind. Like say a good it. neighbor, Justin is gone. Say it. What? What were you going to say? I don't know. I forgot. You know, this stuff actually smells like feet. <laughs> Dude, it tastes like feet. Anyway, so let's get back to. It's actually really good with Sprite. I don't <laughs> Dude. have any Sprite. Dude, enough about your. You your... go to the gas station and get me Oh, some? my God. Please. See, you're four sips into this thing, and I'm... you already won't shut up. All right. <laughs> so what's new up there in the wilds of Pennsylvania? Nothing. It's still winter, but we just brought up uh, all of our adults from Brumation probably. We probably brought them up the last week of February, mm-hmm. and so everyone's just shedding now. So everyone's pairing up, and... That's pretty much, we're just busy doing that. We pretty much sold all, but I think we have one baby left. 
And so it's just waiting for the next season, really, oh, for yeah. this season nice. to get going. So I won't get into all your breeding your breeding plans this year. I will. But what are all your breeding plans? Oh my gosh! This year? What's your most? <laughs> what's your? What pairing are you most excited about this season? Like, what's your most anticipated pair? I don't know. It's hard because I already got a glimpse of who doesn't look very promising. So my answer would probably be different like a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. So I probably would have said, and I think Melissa would have said the same thing. It probably would have been Palmettos. Mm-hmm. But our male, when we put him in the enclosure with the female, literally jumps out like 10 feet across the room when he goes <laughs> anywhere. And that's no exaggeration at all. No, last night Joe was chasing him down the hallway. Oh and, and it happened the first time I did it too. <laughs> Oh and I gosh. tried to like block him, but I couldn't get him. And then, and then I finally get him in the same enclosure. And then he is like somehow because I put him in these bear tubs when I pair them up, so that like yeah. last year I had Sandy Chip get in a hemi team, but oh, that's yeah. kind of besides the point. <laughs> I hate it when that. So happens. the so the like blank tub, just nothing in it. And then he is like somehow stuck to the top of it, like tucked in a corner, and she's down there just hanging out. Oh, so. Man. It's really not looking promising. That would have been my my one I looked most forward to. Second has to be the Louisiana Pines. And I don't know how Melissa feels. I don't know what her next runner-up would be. Okay, you're just gonna like say the whole podcast if you don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> well, no, I was in a row. No, I was giving I was giving it to you to to, to say your favorite pairing from this year. Um, mine for a while now has been tied between the palmettos, just because I really like how they look, um, between them and our king snakes, which I know is, like, general, but king snakes are a thing that, like, I really got Joe to get, and, like, he didn't have any interest in, and it was my thing, kind mm-hmm. of, <laughs> since we got them, so it's gonna be fun to see kind of my thing come into, uh, fruition yeah for sure for sure so what the fuck those pine snakes were the palm <laughs> <laughs> were the palmettos like uh, actual like visual palmetto were they like head to head because you guys got some heads recently didn't you yeah yeah they're head to head so oh, okay we raised them up from babies and she's just three years old he's two years old everything should be fine but they're <clears throat> they're f1s so Basically, the first generation, the F1 palmettos were brought to a wild caught. And then I got the offspring, the head palmettos, basically from an F1 to a wild caught. So these are, so they're a little bit more squirrely than your average corn snake. Uh, These are not your like 10 generations in type of animal. They are pretty wild in comparison, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Jeez. My two, my two wild caughts are kind of squirrely. They're fine, like once you yeah, get them out. Just, but they're at first, they're kind of like, yeah, that's that's the best word I could describe it. Wait, like, you have two? I thought you just had the tessera. No, I've got. He's got a couple corns. I've got the. Te- I just I just sold a Annery Motley. Uh, I have that tessera, which is still available. Cough, cough. Um, Plug. And then I have two wild cots, which are what I'm focusing on as far as corns go. If I can find more. Hopefully this year, then I'll add to that project. <clears throat> Go hit my road. We could find some. Mm-hmm. 
But, well, it's also convenient to be in South Carolina. Yeah. yeah it's uh, South Carolina has some of the best corns in the world, dude, man, especially Joe, our area, man. Yeah, Joe, you saw that coast. you saw that wild caught one I posted up a couple weeks ago. Yeah, wherever you got that one, it was like the perfect orangey ground color dude. with the black borders. It's because like, like we have we're And that wasn't even where those those colors and patterns are known for. That was on the complete other, other side, side of the county yeah, yeah like it was normally like those are known to be like the okatees and those are in like the Jasper. more south of yeah. south of buford i was on i was north i was on the completely other side of our town yeah we're right and, right uh, over the bridge from jasper county which is where those really bright like bill love yeah orange you know highlighter yeah but uh, corns come from that one i found was on the other side man the <clears throat> definition on that animal was just insane man that was by far the nicest corn i've, I've ever found and when i when i saw it i freaked out mm-hmm. dude it was insane that's the thing i love the most about the ones we have here is we have a lot of barrier islands and mm-hmm. so we get a lot of variation yeah. from the from the different islands and even from different parts of the like the actual mainland mm-hmm. and so that's kind of my project with corns that i'm super interested to to pursue and get into more is uh sort of like island and just Beaufort County in general, uh, corns. Gotcha. So, I mean, people don't realize, I don't think the localities of course, like how different the variability can be within the species mm-hmm. from, from obviously New Jersey to Definitely. Miami, yeah. like, and all the places in between, there's different looks everywhere. And that's something that's cool. That can be brought into captivity and used even, yeah. to put into like morph projects so we're trying to like mix localities with morphs just to get mm-hmm. different phenotypes of of all sorts so like miami typically they make the background lighter yeah when you mix them with something else so therefore we can put the anery stuff in there and then try to make something that's more black black and white mm-hmm. so there's just some things that like you can work localities even into your mutation projects which is also something that i think you see not as much in in carpet pythons but um that's probably blasphemy to to most people most places but (laughs) you get you you have the you have the palette in front of you sometimes you just can't be afraid to use it even if it is a i mean shit you could buy locality animals but it's also fun to mix them up. I mean, I don't know. I can't be too strict because mm-hmm. stuff will change anyway. Things right. will be different subspecies, yeah. different species down the line. And I mean, for corns, we're pretty much too late, anyway, to be honest. And yeah. plus, we do have obviously wild populations. So if you wanted a locality, then you could legally collect the locality. And that's not as big as a deal as, say, a locality from of carpet python from Australia, of course. But, yeah, right. and I don't particularly like taking them from the wild because they it's like they do I, serve a, even if it's a common species, they do serve a purpose. But at the same time, it's like they're a common species. The only like, time, like I really, it's not like can, I'm taking an indigo out. The only time I really condone like keeping anything wild is if it's like a baby, baby, like hasn't spent much time mm-hmm. out, you know, in the wild. Then that I won't. Then I'll, I'm okay with it, even though I don't keep any local species, but. You know that I, I think the I don't know I I'm not I don't condone it but I I also wouldn't see if you kept like a if you kept a female she laid eggs you hashed out the eggs right and you kept the babies 
I would say that would be a perfect scenario mm-hmm. if there is a perfect scenario, maybe. I don't know. That's just me. Or, of course, yeah, like like babies from that spring. But someone yeah. got angry with summer, us on rather. YouTube on YouTube today about that. Actually, what did he the guy comment, Joe? <laughs> well, it was it was about green tree pythons. And oh, obviously, mine is U.S. Captain Born and Bred, and I always tell people to start off with those. But fact of life is that. Ninety-five percent of the people are gonna start off with an import yep. that they just picked up at a, at a reptile show, and this guy was telling me how I should, you know, speak against all that stuff. But it's really hard because, first of all, I can't tell anyone what to do, and who am I to tell anyone right. what's right or what's wrong? But also, I don't know. It's gonna happen anyway. They're not gonna pay the extra three hundred dollars for it. I mean, I can't. I can't be counted on to save everyone and put my opinions, and right. opinions out there. Just because the more I put my opinion out there on stuff like that, the more backlash I'm going to get from one area or the other. Oh, yeah. So it's like, why is it even worth it to put energy into either arguing with this kid? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I can't, like, I'm not going to. It's pretty obvious that the pet trade does affect wild populations in some instances and stuff like that absolutely so i'm cognizant that we could absolutely be part of the problem but also i want to leave enough room for there to be you know people who can get great animals and get fresh blood into the hobby Mm -hmm. so do you not want Biox, green tree pythons ever to come in? I don't know. Would I like less of them to come in? Of course. But we're just not at that point with it yet for whatever reason. I don't know. I guess more people in the market need to produce them so that the price can go down a little bit. Yeah. You know, but I think even... I, it just sucks because you, you, your hands are tied a little bit. Yeah. But even even so, you know, even when there's a lot of a lot more captive breeding done with, um, with chondros and really anything i still feel like you know that that imported wild caught blood is is really important to you know stuff that you know especially stuff out of states you know like chondros and you know um, west Point carpets like you know that that new blood is really important you know because eventually you know and they may never who knows but indonesia could cut off you know supply anytime and then at some point you know i feel like you're gonna hit a genetic wall um, it could not, it may not be in our lifetime, you know, it could take, it's going to take up for a long time, but eventually I feel like everything's just going to be inbred, you know? Yeah. I think the, the only thing that sucks is that we've been doing it a certain way for years and still no one's establishing those captive colonies. Right. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, you're thinking of like white lip pythons. I know a lot of people have worked really hard on it, but it's something that doesn't happen that often in the u.s at least and quite frankly we see a lot of those imported mm-hmm. as well, well as yeah. things like blood python <clears throat> stuff like that even though so many are are mm-hmm. bred in captivity they're still heavily imported but and you get so, some of those species are just stunned by it though like you have like vine snakes like there's a i've told like i've told people before like there's a reason you don't see captive bred vine snakes and yeah. it's because, like, A, they're just not easy to do, and B, it's cheaper, as far as the industry goes, to bring them in rather than someone actually take the time to do it. That doesn't necessarily yeah, mean right, but... 
when you're getting to like something like a vine snake, it's basically like a carnival goldfish. The person who's buying it is buying the cheapest thing they can. It never, yep, yep. it never eats what they want it to. Those things never take rodents or anything that's going to be easy for you, and it's going to be loaded with parasites potentially, external, <laughs> internal, and you're just going to have a bad time. And no one is breeding them. Same with you know people want to even like green snakes and stuff like that. Even your your natives. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, no one's really messing with those either. So there's just some species that are pretty clearly don't do well in captivity yet. It's nice to have those people working on those, but there's also a reason usually why commonly imported things aren't commonly bred right, or right. you don't see commonly bred, yeah. Yeah. Get your... <laughs> Jacob's going to leave rings on the table and my roommate's going to beat my Thanks, ass. Thanks, Melissa. <laughs> Sorry. I was just agreeing with you, Mr. Rambler. But as like no, given sure. that you guys you guys get comments like that on your videos a lot though, I'd imagine. Not we don't get as much negativity as you would think. Um But I mean it happens. It's more like them trying to prove a point for like whatever reason they feel so emboldened. And that goes with all of social media and mm-hmm. I don't know, it's hard. You want to respect everyone's opinion, but you also want to respect your time. And and not everything has to be... It can be your opinion, and we can disagree, and we can move on with our lives. It's it the internet, Joe. No, it can't. <laughs> You're not allowed it's, to have an opinion. You're on one team or the other. There is no middle ground. Nope. And just because you're on opposite teams doesn't mean you can't be friends, too. I don't get... I don't know. I don't get it. <sighs> I've been having that issue. Wait, I'm sorry. I forgot this is a state podcast. <laughs> Were you about to talk about school or something? No. <laughs> She's like, but it's no. interesting. All these snake people I'm becoming friends with. Obviously, the prime reason we're friends is like snakes, mm-hmm. and then I like become Facebook friends with them, and I realize like, oh, you have a whole separate life <laughs> other than snakes, what? and I don't agree with your whole separate life. Yeah. And what a funny. freak. <laughs> Who has a life outside of snakes? <laughs> Why are you even here? No, I don't. Never mind. No, I'm just playing. No, that's definitely cool. Yeah, it's it's funny how, you know, that's how I've I've met I've made lots of new friends just, you know we met through snakes but ended up having, you know, a lot more in common. Um you know, it's just it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. See, when we started, even go ahead. uh, And then, even when you do finally meet people face to face, they're always different than what they share on Facebook. (laughs) And it's just, yeah, I I would rather just keep my my interactions more personal because if I if I judge someone based on what they put out on social media all the time, I know I need to stop like meeting or like. You know, being friends with them on Facebook and like not meeting them yet because I'm totally judging them and I have not even spoken to them yet. Well, it's good to know you judge all of us, Melissa. Oh, whenever you, whenever you meet us, judged. everyone is judged. Oh, wow. <laughs> she's equal Joe opportunity. Will right, well. most, <laughs> Joe will tell you I'm the most judgmental person in the world, sure. or he won't. <laughs> 
Well, oh, that's see, that's like the 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 thing I've brought up with with a certain person with a ponytail with a large Facebook or a YouTube following is like. <laughs> You don't want everybody to cast judgment on you, but at the same time, like, look at what you're giving us to go by, dude. Like, look at what you're well, giving us to work with. Yeah. What are we supposed to I think? Just, it's hard to to match. If someone says different things under different situations and then their actions never really match their promises as yes. far as... Um, when we... I, I can't feel bad for someone for facing criticism because you have decided to be a public figure. Once you are, and across all social media, you are considered, once you reach a certain amount, which is typically uh, 100,000 plus followers in YouTube land, like a million is probably a good metric for it. Mm-hmm. But you are a public figure. Therefore, you are open to criticism. Therefore... You know, someone who talks shit about Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp's not going to file a lawsuit on them. He's a public figure. Or make figure. a YouTube He's... video sobbing. Like a... Okay, okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to get that specific about it. But I was... Oh, but come on. We all know. But it's like you We're all should thinking be it. open to criticism. And this is, by the way, this is not like negative towards that specific person because I think that what is falling short with the animals it is possibly like I can respect how much work is being put into it doing it every single day is basically borderline fucking robotic right it takes able... Joe like eight hours to edit one video we put out how do these people do it every single day you have people Blows that do mind. it for you you have a payroll well, yes, I understand. <laughs> but still videos, doesn't he? I don't know. But even like Casey, okay, told not same person. Casey nice that he edits his own videos. How the hell does he do that? He also has an assistant editor sometimes. But, you don't sleep. But he does it mostly. Yeah, it's mostly working constantly. Or you work a job like just... mine where you have time during the day to do it because you're allowed to. True. And you get but tired of watching cops. Person, going back to the ponytail in question, you have to be a little bit psycho to do that every day. Just saying. Oh, it's, yeah, I mean, it's healthy. impressive that they come up with content to do that on a regular right? basis like that. Like, we struggle just to put out a video, like, once every 90 days. Same. <laughs> well, that's why every once in a while you got to make nothing into something. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And, and all of a sudden a snake's choking you. And it's yeah, biting it your face and you're bleeding your And I just think that obviously, no matter what you do, you have to back up everything. Whether you say, you know, it's for the animals that you're doing the right thing, you got to back it up with your actions. And I don't think, no matter what, watching someone get bit or watching someone get hurt or watching animals feed and be put in dangerous situations, I don't think that really benefits anyone and i think that the if the intent is to educate people about animals then i think that goes outside of the realm of that intent but and i like to extend that intent to every piece of it so the cover art needs to display you know what the video is about yeah, yeah. It also needs to not portray reptiles in a negative light. So therefore, if your thumbnail portrays 
reptiles in a negative light, then inherently you're portraying them in a negative light. Mm. Even even if your video is, you know, lovey-dovey, I love every reptile in the world, you still got there via negativity. And right. I mean, you got to do that to get views at a certain The old point. bait and so, switch. <laughs> I'm not anyone to knock anyone doing fucking anything, but... I don't know. I, just, I, I can just tell you the way I'm trying to do it. <laughs> I'm just, yeah. I'm just, yeah, but you are trying to knock him. Let's acknowledge that. It's, well, like, no. it's frustrating because as like people, as creators, content creators in this hobby, you know, we do everything we can to to try and be more inclusive and get more people involved in the hobby and hopefully pique their interest and get into it more. And then when you have one person who, like you said, their words don't match the actions and, you know, they... they <clears throat> Uh, claim that what they're doing is what is is you know is in the best interest of things, but all you give us is sensationalized, over the top bullshit. Then what are we? And then you get all upset when people are like, "What the hell are you doing?" Like I can't feel bad for you because you're clearly doing it on purpose. You know, like. It, it, well, and he's not the only one. The he's people not. Who are jumping all on this this bandwagon. I mean, there's the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. And we all know <laughs> We all know like just Don't make the sobbing video after Like like you <laughs> said before Once you get to a certain point You're a public figure You know it, we know it, your bank account knows it mm-hmm. So you better be Yeah, yeah, that's true <laughs> Just some negative things And like, go pro- Like, if you're gonna cry, go in your room and cry I get it, it sucks for people To tell you such negative things but do not sit there and make a video about it when you are still getting checks from YouTube. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I do not, I did not sign off on that opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with her. <laughs> the opinions expressed in this podcast are not the views of Port City Pythons, and therein are the opinions of the individuals involved. <laughs> God, we should have put that in the beginning. <laughs> But have you, as far as you guys starting the podcast and your YouTube channel, you know, have you noticed it? Have you has it helped your your on on the business side of things? Has it helped you guys? You know, get you notice it's easier to sell things as a result. You. Oh, I think we'd be totally fucked if we didn't do it. (laughs) That's honestly kind of kind of how I feel like about just JLB Morelia as a whole, like. I didn't. I not many people knew who I was, or at least I wasn't significant in the slightest way before the podcast. But afterwards, it's like, oh, people actually kind of know who I am. Kind of weird. <laughs> okay, do you remember like when Joe and I first started, and we were doing like Instagram lives while we did the podcast, and you used to comment? Uh, I. Th- think so vaguely i think i think he was on youtube he was like one oh, of our he first would comment, people he would comment on instagram when we'd go live i remember like justin's been around like almost day one and for some reason in my head no basis to this i thought you were an old man oh okay <laughs> <laughs> fair enough oh that's that creepy old so bastards <laughs> watching our instagram live feed again he's always there <laughs> The old man in a gimp suit in the darkness somewhere in Montana, never living alone. Never spoken to him once in your life. He's just always there. Why is he covered in baby oil? (laughs) Oh, my God. 
He's so slippery. Uh-oh. 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 What happened? Uh-oh. We went, we went blank. We're good. We went blank. I never saw you're an old man, Justin. Thank you. I stop trying to like <laughs> separate from me. <laughs> I think it was like it's the whole room <laughs> thing. It's throwing off the the Impure. entire the the entire Impure. chemistry with you guys. You're far away, so now you're just parting. Oh man. But uh, I I think it was like literally like maybe four months ago that I realized. You are not in Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. She, she saw like a hundred of your stories, but still didn't really catch it. <laughs> didn't put She's two like, and two together. Man and his cigars. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, and I just got to, now there's so much. There's like the herpeticulture, there's palmetto cosmetics, there's, there's just so many different pages. I can't. I know. Yeah, Justin, he's, he takes. Social media to like doing new, something. He always wants to start a new. He's like, dude, should I should I, should I start a new page for this? And I'm like, why? <laughs> what's what's the They're point? They're free. <laughs> so you're just gonna make a bunch of pages and manage them all because it's a game to you? Yeah. I mean, if that's your thing, man, whatever. You always, I'm busy. You always complain about stuff. And you're always like, oh, I'm so busy all the time. I do it to myself. Justin, are you eating something? Ice. It sounds like he's chewing ice. He's got ice yep. in his mouth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I promised people we wouldn't Dude, eat on the he never no stops, more. man. I'm telling you, this is what I deal with all the time. He never stops doing something. You're, t- you're twitchy. Why are you twitchy? Why? What do you mean? Stop being twitchy. Okay. <laughs> so, okay, I know this is your podcast. Well, I, I didn't actually answer the question that that Justice said before. So maybe we should actually answer it. What, yeah, because Jake's I, not going to ask any questions. I forgot the question. This, so go, babe. <laughs> I forgot the question. The question so, was, how was the YouTube and podcast oh, help their business? Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, that. Go, go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> so it really wasn't too much of a business before we did it. We, I had just made like, clutches and sold them to pet stores and stuff like that or made clutches i I bred animals and sold them to pet (laughs) stores i sold them locally i sold like a few online but i was really only getting because i lacked focus and i went into ball pythons and then went out of ball pythons and all that good stuff and and the the only consistent thing throughout the whole thing was corns but i was only really producing a clutch a year from an old pair that I had forever. So, so we finally built on that like three or four years ago. We started getting more and more animals, and then last year we had. Wait, 10 clutches, I'm sorry. I that's an I can't. That's an incorrect date. Okay, go tell the truth. How long have we been dating for? Not four years, and you did not get this. You did not right, right. But I, I did get dating. Okay, so I guess that's wrong. So. Three or like four years ago, I started getting all the carpet pythons and olive python and pine snakes. And yeah, but the corns. I had all those before I met you. Most of the right. corns I've gotten since we've been Thank together. You. Thank you. Thank you. Are, are, is that your way of taking credit for this? <laughs> no, but I'm just acknowledging correct <laughs> chronological. I'm not good at that. But I also kind of think I was a little bit of an influence. Let's just state that for the record. 
Justin, is well, this we what we sound to... like? Probably. Like, is this is this what we sound like? Because I feel like uh, I feel like it is. <laughs> what did you say? I said I wonder if this is what me and Justin sound like. <laughs> <laughs> That's the benefit of having two people. The banter. People love the banter. Oh yeah. By banter, you mean fighting. Pretty sometimes. much calling each other names. Yeah, that's what me. That's basically yeah. what me and Justin do. Is just make fun of each other all the time. Wake up every morning, send a message. Good morning, Dick Face. How's it hanging? <laughs> I'm not gonna repeat what I call him. Oh, we don't do that. But uh... yeah, because you don't have to text. You just wake up and you're like, "Hey, Dick Face." <laughs> <laughs> That she already knows how's it hanging. Wow. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Oh, it's golden. Golden. I love it. Alyssa wakes up in the morning. What do you want for breakfast, pencil dick? Oh, I'm sweating. I'm so like, the podcast greatly affected my business. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Speaking of social media, though, Justin, we have a favor to ask of you. Uh oh. Dun dun dun. Dave, do you want to set it up? Sorry, that's well, no. Weird. Well, just because we talk about things in private doesn't mean I'm like let's mention to them when we have them on the podcast. That usually means like when we're not on the air. Oh, because that would make much. more sense. I thought it'd be funny. No one listens to this thing. Do we have to say it now? I don't care. I mean, you don't have to. No, we just we just wanted to know if you. No, want you got to give the backstory. You got to say that. Okay. So we now were I'm just to curious. Make a YouTube video, and we wanted to do us reacting to ridiculous reptile videos. And I made this playlist of clips that I mostly tried not to look at, but they had like the most views. Um, after I scoured the internet of all like these animal pages and stuff, mm-hmm. and we set up everything to record and to do the video. And they were just all terrible. They were just, this, none of them, they were very anticlimactic, and it took me forever to get them all. And then it was either me or her who were like, we need someone better. Like, no, we need, we need a Justin. Like, these are lame. These are so lame. Like, it was the worst reaction video ever made because they were all terrible. And we're like, we need someone like Justin who reposts like crazy reptile videos <laughs> that I've never seen before all the time. So we were wondering if we could recruit you yes. to be in a video and arrange videos for us to watch on a video. If that makes sense, we I think can, we can do that. Time. You guys, I'm I'm so lost right now. He's like videos inside of videos, and Justin's gonna be inside the video, and he's gonna be uh, inside the video. There's so it. much happening right now. My Jack Black looking ass watching videos, <laughs> reacting. 
I, I, but we were we were supposed to ask you that like not right now. Well, I'm so confused. Like man. I said, no one listens to this thing. So are we just gonna like record Justin making all these shocked faces and reactions and <laughs> throwing it in a video? Do the Home Alone? The home alone face. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what it is. The clips have to actually be funny. Like one of the things Joe got was literally like the snake climbing up a tree. I'm like, babe. All right. Cool. Sounds like a knee slapper, like if you ask me. Reach it, going up a tree. Ooh. That is exciting. Like, that's my idea reaction. It's just, I need, like, a snake, like, jumping cars. Like, wow. That, I, that's a tall order, <laughs> Melissa. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I mean, I okay, how about this? We'll, jet, we'll dress Justin up as a retake because he's huge, right? <laughs> and then I'll drive my Jeep really fast towards him and see if he can jump over it. I think I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see it. Please. I'll have a great reaction to that. Yeah. <laughs> we can do all kinds no, of here, reactions. Here's what we can do. We can dress me up in like an alligator costume. <laughs> Get you and in the we'll pool, jump in, in the, the pool, pool in the back. <laughs> the pool is green. Like, you can't even yeah. see the bottom. I'll be an alligator. Get me, like, give me a hammer on, like, Jaeger or something. And put me in the costume. You'll be like, swim, bitch. What you, what you and then I'll just do. jump in. No, you don't jump in. You just walk up to the corner. You just, like, look at the camera and just, like, fall face first into the pool. <laughs> steer myself in. <laughs> arms and legs together. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yes. That'd be hilarious. I thought about doing that earlier when I sent Dude, you and, and then, I sent you and I'll, Billy that picture of Riley. I sent I'll, you and Riley that picture, and I almost like took a video of me literally just like jumping into that pool. Dude, I will dress up as Steve Irwin, and then I'll dive <laughs> in the water on me. top of you. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, we man. might be on to something. Uh, yeah, I think so. All right, well, I'm glad you guys are so excited. <laughs> We're just taking your idea and rolling with it. <laughs> Screw you. This is ours. <laughs> oh, well, you weren't you guys thinking of? Weren't you guys thinking of starting a YouTube channel? We have a YouTube channel. We started one. He just said they released a video. Oh yeah, ninety days. It's got like nothing on it. Yeah, no. It's got, I, like... I saw you comment as the Herpeticulture podcast one time. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we have um. We have what four? Five we are not streaming live on it right now. Yeah. No, we're not. Because I haven't no, figured any of that out. I want to, but the issue Jeez, is man. is if I have like GarageBand running and then I have the camera on my Mac running and then I have a separate camera running pointing at Jake. Like I don't think my computer can handle all of that going on at once. I mean, we could just be adults and sit side by side. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Are y'all in separate parts of the room? No, we're, no, we're, we're some staring at his big ass head right now. Yeah, we just we sit across the table from each other. We look, He's vaping. We look into each other's eyes for two Sometimes hours. Sometimes I get lost. Send a search party. Justin eats crackers and ice and gets too drunk and. <laughs> Can we talk about how you got drunk off one and a half margaritas? Dude, this dude's oh, like... Hey, first of all, no. those margaritas were yeah, huge. That, the, I, I was there. Those margaritas were huge. Yeah, you're also like 6'8", you freak. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. 
Uh, but no, dude, he like sucked these things down. Like it wasn't like a slow, you know, he wasn't enjoying it. He was just getting. Mama no saw key. <laughs> had a margarita. I gotta getting... get down, man. Yeah. Those were the nastiest freaking drinks I've ever had, man. Oh. Those things were so nasty. I meant to go to the liquor store and get some so I could make some tonight. Dang. Well, here we are without margaritas. Damn it. Mine are really good. It's a really easy recipe. I don't. I, nah. Triple sec, tequila. You get one of those cans of that frozen limeade in the grocery Dude, store. Dude, you're doing it again. And you put it on the blender. Turn it on. Voila. Margarita. There you go, everybody. THP wow. margaritas. Anyone taking notes? <laughs> 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 Write this down. This will change your life. <laughs> Best margaritas ever. Things Google can't answer, huh? How to make a margarita. Oh, That's why we tune in, folks. What, else, right. what are little, you drinking? Little now? nuggets of wisdom. I'm drinking this coconut. This coconut. Coconut. I don't have a memory. It's not very. No. It's it's not very. It good. tastes like rubbing alcohol. No, it's alcohol. So. It tastes like rubbing alcohol with like a piece of coconut in it, and then a homeless person stuck their big toe inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what it tastes like. <laughs> Some people are into that. Hey, <laughs> teach their own, but just because uh, you're into it doesn't mean you like the taste. So, one of the things that I wanted to get, like getting this whole thing back, <laughs> bringing it back, let's, let's merge it back into the right lane and get it off the rails. <clears throat> you guys have done some vending at low at like local shows, right? You guys have just kept it to like what White Plains? What else? I, I don't, I'm not. I'm not hip to the shows up there. What 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 shows have y'all vended? We have done well. I've done White Plains. She did Oaks with me a couple times, which is our Philadelphia show. Mm-hmm. We haven't gotten into Hamburg yet. We have gone, but yeah. So all we've done is Oaks, and we did White Plains as well. Aren't you guys not fans of Hamburg to begin with, though? Um, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's like it's like yes, yes on a normal human as a normal human being who wants the reptile community to be presentable. Uh-huh. Absolutely do I think it shouldn't be in a field house with no air conditioning and with <laughs> bathrooms that don't work half the time and are half flooded. So yes, of course I don't love it, but then again it's like I don't know. It's still a Good show it's still something to do. It's like, the, it's like the Columbia it's show. Man. The Columbia show is good. The Charleston show is not good. The Charleston show is just small. Well, and I should I should add that Hamburg is like one of the biggest <coughs> shows in the Northeast. Yeah. So it's like it's still deserves its place. But I just think need I mean more attention needs to be. It could be done better. And by yeah, yeah. As I guess not everything. To say that be. if we got the opportunity to vend it, I'm. I go back and forth because in the beginning I was like, no, no, we'll never vend it. But hanging out with Matt and like Howard and them, like, okay, like I respect those people and those people do it. So mm-hmm. who am I to say no? Like, I should do it if we get the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess to elaborate, that would be like Matt Minatola does it of Philly Herb, Howard Redding does it of Redding Reptiles. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, Eric Kohler does it. Um, Balin does it, so 
there's all these, especially if you're a carpet guy, obviously if you're a short tail guy, even if you're like Hognose GM or JMG does it. Uh, so there's a whole host of really, really legit people who do it. So it's not something to like, I don't know, turn your nose up at, but yeah. it could be better. I've just, I've said in, in, in an early episode, my thing with vending is it seems like it's fine if it's one that's local to you and you're not having to travel. But to me, it seems like if you're going like say the Atlanta show for us, which is like a six hour drive, right? Five hours, four hours, something like that. Something like Even that. Columbia, do you use Columbia as an Wait, example? That's only two hours. Like out of six hours to Atlanta. My parents live in North Carolina and it's five hours. It's probably more like four or five for us. Wow. I don't okay. know, but when you take into consideration like the travel and the lodging and the food and gas and all that stuff like to me it doesn't seem really worth it but if it's in a case for you where like for you guys where there's a show right there in philly you know you it makes more sense to do those rather than to travel you know upstate or across state lines because i feel like even at those shows you're probably not going to sell as much as you think you will and you're probably not even going to make enough money to really cover the whole cost of doing that. But I've also yeah, never we can pretty much roll. We can pretty much roll out of bed. Twenty five minutes. We're at the venue, and we're gonna make back our table. But if we only make like a couple hundred dollars, which would be like a, a extremely mediocre not good show mm-hmm. but it's still worth it for us because it's local it's only 25 minutes away and we get to talk to a lot of people we get to meet a lot of people in the area we get to talk to the vendors so it it pays itself off in other ways but we've never we've never gone negative on a show hmm. so justin would your opinion change depending on like what the show is yes like me and Jake have talked about Daytona. Like I would vend Daytona, yeah, mostly because that that would just be more like a vacation thing, like whatever. But if I was doing this on a regular basis, and I was, you know, what all the Repticon vendors do, which is just basically a traveling circus, where they all go to all the same shows, I'd be like, why, what, like why? That's a lot of, I don't know. It doesn't seem worth it to me. But if it was like a bigger show, like Tinley or Daytona, then yeah, that'd be the exceptions. But on a regular basis, if it wasn't anything local, I'm not going to vend it. Yeah, I want to keep it, like, not monotonous. I, I love going to every single show we go to, and I would hate to become that callous person who is just sitting there texting on his phone in his chair the whole time, you know? I hope I'm still always as excited for shows as I am now. Mm-hmm. And listen, it's only, this has been our, our first year actually getting out there vending shows, so... So I guess I'm still saying it as a like someone who's excited about it the first time around. But I hope that doesn't change. If it does change, then who knows what we'll do. We can still sell all of our stuff online if we, mm-hmm. as long as we keep on growing and keep on doing things that we need to do. So I don't I don't ever want to feel pressure to sell. I don't even I don't want to have to do shows every single weekend and stuff like that. But I like a happy medium because I enjoy doing both. Right. And have you had any people like nickel and diming you and stuff at shows? Like, is your you get a lot of people trying to get something for nothing? No, because I think that it's a 
much different demographic. I think most of the complaints from shows come from Python people, and many times it's like ball Python people where there's 10 people who have the same thing. So there is someone who can haggle with you. For our stuff, it's either like you're going to get a pet corn snake for your kid, so most of the time it isn't going to another breeder. It's actually going for a pet for a kid. So so they're usually not that competitive. They just go to who they trust. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we just try mm-hmm. to be very talkative. We bring an animal for everyone to hold. Like we were out in front of the table last show letting people hold like an adult corn snake and basically doing all like the leg work that yeah. people complain about doing. But it helped us build trust to sell to parents who were less getting pets for their kids. And there's no haggle included in that. Cause right. like once you, once you got them, you got them. And, and also I can feel okay knowing that, you know, it's with a parent who's giving it to a kid and it's going to be a good snake for that kid. And mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's fun to be in that market more so than the breeders and stuff like that, even though we do do that, obviously. But honestly, most of ours are, are just pets. Nothing wrong with that, man. Not at all. No, that's... You know, I, I honestly, I think it would be cool to, you know, sell sell some parents their kids' first snake, you know? Like, I'm sure you've done that probably several times, have you not? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, that would feel amazing to me. Like, sell somebody their first snake? I think that I think that's awesome, you know? My, and it's was... hard because... Go ahead. I want to, I want to explain, like, how good they are as a first snake in comparison to the people who are just trying to sell snake. And it sounds so disingenuous. But I swear, a corn snake is so much better for a snake than like almost anything else. Sorry, I, I, but it's I, just... I agree. Honestly, I, I think I think corn snakes are the yeah. best starter snakes. If you ask me, um, but yeah, well, yeah, bears rat is basically a corn yeah, snake. Yeah, rat, hey, rat hey, snakes. Hey, hey. No, rat snakes and corn snakes, uh-uh. dude. They're... Take it back. It's like a corn snake if it started off ugly. There's no, a right. there's a reason. And, and, I, and I do love bears rats. Man. How come you don't have any? There's a so there's much? a reason people call them red rat snakes because that's Cause what they orange. are. They're red rat snakes, corn snakes. It's why the... I don't have any bears yet. Is, that's a question I've been wanting I, to ask. I've for been a very so long time. I've been so close so many times, but I can't get the appropriate shit. I bought I bought a pair. I bought a pair online, and then the people said that they didn't have it anymore. So I basically, you know, you know, reptile people shit. I I ordered <laughs> off of a website, and they no longer had it in inventory. So like a week later, I emailed them like, "Hey, dude, you guys." have these snakes and they're like no dude here's your money back it's like cool i could have gotten that week of my life back and stopped right for thanks for telling me. so, so yeah. that that knocked me back a peg and then i've seen a few at shows but obviously they've usually been from like some old dude who wholesaled them from a friend or something he doesn't have pictures of the parents he doesn't have locale information so <laughs> it's a a mixture between I swear I fucking tried and a mixture between like <laughs> I don't trust enough people to just buy them from anyone. Get so. a pick guy. I just got a pair from Daniel Justin Parker does. last month, man. You need to get a pair from him. He's got Loma Altos. Those things are smoking. 
Yeah, so that's that's a road I would go down for sure. What's his name? Daniel, Daniel Parker. Parker of Sunshine Serpents. Yep, we got I to wasn't meet him. You, I was asking Justin. We got to talk to him briefly uh, while we were picking him up in in Tampa. He's a cool guy. I well, think I messed it up to be on the show. Is it that a long drive for you? Uh, yeah, that was Tampa. Yeah, that was six hours. Five, five and a half. Five and a half. Whatever yeah. it was, I was I, I didn't drive. I don't care. Yeah, I drove the whole way. <laughs> you drove yeah, the whole no, way there. That, yeah, no, that whole trip, man. We drove a lot that trip because uh, we we left Friday. We left Friday morning. Got the about three or got four. to Tampa for Friday afternoon sometime. Spent the night there. Next morning, drove two and a half hours to Carpet Fest. Stayed stayed uh, there stayed oh, there the night. Yeah, this was okay. for Carpet Fest. Then stayed there and then drove home Sunday. But Justin drove and I slept the whole time because I stayed up late. But yeah, that's a lot of driving. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Had a good time. Someone did have a very good time. Yeah, I did. Okay. Anyways, interesting. Yeah. Um, well, well, we we did talk a lot about Carpet Fest on yeah, the podcast yeah. with them. Yeah, you would you um, would I mean, know on my podcast with them. Yeah, you would know about this, Melissa. If I, you know, <laughs> if you were there, if you would have been there, <laughs> you had to be there. Is you know. <laughs> you don't got nothing. She no, said she no response. Have time for you and your bullshit. That's Rob. fine. Nobody has time for my bullshit. She's busy. She's busy teaching our nation's youth. And Joe can't talk. He doesn't like me when I'm on podcasts and I'm sick anyway. So he wouldn't have wanted me. That is not true. Yeah, because you always complain about my coughing and my sneezing and stuff when I'm sick. That is not. I'm pretty sure I told you to just suck it up and do it anyways. Probably. I think I was like that. That shit don't matter. Just come on. Who cares? I think you did. Did, but, yeah. Well, well, well you he's didn't. Got a special kind of sickness that just doesn't. It's all right. Go well. We'll let You're it. surrounded by petri dishes on a daily basis with legs. We'll let, we'll let it slide this time. Pretty much petri dishes who sneeze and cough and spit in your face. I would. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hell no. Sounds like justice. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. Boy, if I was a teacher, and some little kid spit in my face, I'd be like. I will Matilda not, your ass in a heartbeat. <laughs> it's not this. usually on purpose. They are just not. Oh, I was about to say. In, no, they're just not fully in control. Me and that crib there. midget are about to throw some bones. <laughs> crib midget. <laughs> oh, God. So stupid, no, I've dude. only been spit in the face once. I've been hit multiple times. It's like one of those so spitting good. lizards from Jurassic Park. Oh man, that's crazy. you have more patience than I. Okay. Yeah. So I have a question no. for you guys about snakes. Do I'm gonna sorry, ask it. That was a long build up. <laughs> uh, do y'all do, <laughs> do y'all work with any of like the larger species, like kribos or Chinese king rats or anything like that? Berms. No, we, we would never flex Joe my muscles like burns. I, mean, I more so meant the larger colubrids. I have a limit in my head. I don't know what it is exactly because I suck at feet, but like <laughs> can't be that big. <laughs> I'm okay. Already... <laughs> that was a great well, let me get a little bit more. I was about to say, don't you guys have an olive python? Fine. 
Don't you guys have an olive python? I was just about to say, I'm very scared for the size that this animal is going to get. I've seen pictures, and they make me nervous. But ours You saw only the adults. Oh, yeah, and that was terrifying. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just hoping by the some grace of someone up in the skies that Joe decides he doesn't want this anymore. Oh my god. Against that size. Thanks for the support. Okay. <laughs> I, have a support. Just... I have a my support is up to a certain point. Alright, all right. so so Joe, do you all do y'all work with any top I wanna Joe you're right. talking over him. No, Okay. No, we know this like the system. I think it has some sort of like a very little bit of latency, and some people yeah. don't know when it's happening because Harlan did that. I can't hear Jacob as well. Yeah, as I Nobody can hear me as well. Nobody ever hears me as well. Good. Fuck Speak you. up. Your mic's down at like your balls, dude. <laughs> He just sounds like he's far, like he's on speakerphone, and like you're holding the phone to your face. That's what it sounds like. How's this? Is that better? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, we try. Um, but so, Joe, do y'all work with any of the the larger colubrids, like Kribos or Chinese kings or anything like that? No, we don't do any old world stuff. I do have probably the largest colubrid that I would have. I guess you could count the black rat snake. I mm. mean, that's a snake that can get five to six feet long. Mm. Just, you know, larger larger than a corn snake, larger than a king snake, obviously, and the pine snakes. So the pine snakes are much heavier bodied, and they can get, you know, five, six feet long as well. So yeah, that, that's what I was going to ask. A, that's about the, the sweet spot I want to stay in. Right, right. Man, I used to have um I he was young. I, I ended up moving him to make room for more carpet pythons, but I used to have a little Chinese king rat snake and man, they are they are so freaking cool, man. I love those things. Eh. I want I want I want another pair. There's oh man. I, I wish Aren't I wanted to go. Planning to get some pines or bulls or something. Yeah, I'm actually on a list for some uh Kankakee locality bull snakes. Kankakee? So you are. At least I think that's how it's that's how it's spelled. I don't know. Yeah. If, I don't know if that's it's, right. It's Kankakee. Okay, cool. Wow, that's a weird nice. Weird. Yeah, it can't Sounds like a island. rare genetic bone disease. There's oh man. It's a uh, <laughs> I got the Kankakee in Illinois, I believe. Are they in Illinois? Yeah, right? Uh, Is that it? One I, of those one of those Midwestern states. I have gotta look it up. I oh, honestly computer. have no idea. I just asked um <laughs> As I think it, Travis Johnson, I believe his name, I, from Living Legless Wait. Reptiles. Um, They've had him on their show, I think. Yeah. I think it's Travis Johnson, right, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. I asked him about a gopher snake or gopher and bull snakes because uh, Riley told me he worked with them. And, uh, and uh, he sent me some pictures. Thing. He sent me some pictures of his Kankakees. And uh, he's like, I can put you on the list if you want some. And I was like, uh, hell yeah, <laughs> those are sweet. Cause I've always loved, I've always loved that. Yeah, that but species, there's a problem man. with them. What? They're not green and on a stick. Oh. No, they don't suck. Ooh. What? Ooh. I, I never really got the the appeal of these unintelligent, non-moving pythons. 
And Boas never got it, man. That's cool. Thank you. Speaking of the one you have, you want to trade a Tesla <laughs> corn snake for it if you don't like it so much? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> and all my other shit that doesn't move isn't going anywhere. You must not suck either, that but... much. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, don't be silly. I just, I think it, it has its. Everyone should have one. Everyone should have one green tree. Yeah, I'm going to have one carpet. I'm Try get, it out. I'm getting my. I'm getting a green tree from Justin. He, when he's, he's like dead set. Like he really thinks he's getting one from me. This fool keeps asking about it every time. Dude, and he's like, dude, you're gonna give me one, right? You know, you're. You know, I'm not. You're not just gonna give it to me. I'm gonna buy it from you. But you're. You're gonna let me have one. I think you should just let him give it to you. I mean, that would be fine too. But I know Justin. Why? Just, so he can kill it. I know he doesn't like me that much. So. I mean, I think he just agreed to give you one. So, I, I mean, I'd run with that. We, we can go with that if you want, Smitty. I don't, is Melissa? Are your eggs in the incubator, Justin? They are. You got I've eggs, got, right? I got like, what did, what did I say earlier? Eleven days. Yeah. Eleven days out. Dude, I have like my no my one eggs. Cares about those. Dude, you're so mean. You never want to talk about my eggs. Okay, let's talk about your God. Huevos. No, I don't even Come care. On. I don't even care no. anymore. I don't even Jake care anymore. Jake has a clutch no. of pop no. that are due to explode any minute now. Just yeah. like the blood vessel in my head, it could pop at any time. Or just like this cap in your ass. Melissa. Melissa, you're gone. I can't. We can't hear you at all. <laughs> you all we, you we, have disappeared. We hear you like chanting in the background. <laughs> whatever weird Blair Witch shit you got going on back there, you need to like get that Louisiana voodoo or whatever it is you're doing. Like, I can't. We can't hear you. Is my earphones dying? I don't know. I don't know. But that was a very whiny voice. Talking back to me. Yeah, I can. We can, we can hear barely you. hear you. Now you just sound like another Jake. What? Excuse me. <laughs> That's right. Muffled. All right, Joe. We'll finish. <laughs> that this that took me. That took me a we'll, second. We'll carry this one out. Like we always do, Justin. Wow. Right. Oh. Wow. Oh. Wow. Oh, losers. No. <laughs> Damn. All right, Melissa. Wow. So are we starting our own podcast now? Holy crap! We just yeah. flipped. That do, you, do you know anything about? Do you know anything about papayans? <laughs> we are gonna learn. No, I'm just kidding. At uh, least she said no. I mean, at least she's not going to run yeah. around with you act like that's an actual snake. <laughs> what? Exactly. <laughs> I can't even hear y'all, so I don't know what's being talked about. You can't hear us? Well, I didn't know what you said. Oh. We can hear you now, though. Yeah, you're back. We can I hear you now. I just took my earphones off and just put it on normal phone. Oh. Oh. Well. So you know, but you know, Irian Jaya carpets or Poplin pythons or Poplin carpet pythons. Poplin carpets. Um, Jacob used to call them papayas, <laughs> Arapaima, we impalas, or whatever. No, he actually that got was, that one right. That was so that. long ago. That we we dropped that the Kankakee. So fifteen minutes. Or, yeah, we dropped the Kankakee <laughs> stuff like. <laughs> Like a year ago, that was no. <laughs> it, it is. I confirmed it. It is a city in Illinois. Thing, yeah, so. no, it's a county in Illinois. I didn't even There's know they a went city, up that Kankakee, far. in the county. Of That's crazy. Hmm? I didn't even know they went up that far. Yeah. And they're they're typically known to be higher black up there. And mm -hmm. I love pretty it. Pretty much same with the the northern pines. A lot of the 
a lot of the northern populations are more white and black. Which mm-hmm. ones do we have down here? Creamy beige. We've got like southern pines. I thought we do. Had, southern pines. We had like two species. No. No. We just have the southern pines. I'm pretty sure. We have the, oh. the, the locality or subspecies, whatever, that is from our area is actually, I'm pretty sure, is one of the largest, Dude. like, in the U.S. Like, the ones here are, like... That one in Spring Island there's is been, a monster. There's been some that I've heard of pushing, like, seven, eight foot. Like, they they get they can get huge, around the one, at least the ones around here. Um, I've never found one, though. That's kind of on my bucket list species, find a pine around here. But I found a gopher snake in Texas. That's about as close as I've got. So. Whack. Whack. You're whack. Like I said earlier, so I've, I've, I've heard. Probably a bull snake. Yeah. Yeah. Bull. I don't I don't know what they call them in different areas. Bull, gopher, pine. I just, yeah, sure. That. So is there how, was, y'all uh, need to get some, some gray bands. How come you don't have any gray bands? That's also just, it's something that doesn't fit exactly into the puzzle as far as I keep ambient 80 to 82. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone who's keeping gray bands at ambient, so I'm not comfortable plugging them into that. Um, mm. So, I don't know. I'd have to, I don't know if anyone does it, if anyone's tried it, but it seems like they want it to be a little bit cooler and probably even a little bit less humid than I keep my other room at, so that's just something that I would need we we do have a second room, but right now it's filled with most of the Python stuff. So is that what kind of dictates what you get into? Is whether or not it would fit well with ambience or not? Yes and no, because I mean most of the stuff that I like does fit into it, just because maybe by default because I know that some things are out of reach. So mm-hmm. I I think I think I always approach it with. Even though I can be emotional towards something, I usually give it at least two weeks to seep in. So Melissa has seen this in me. I have gone on like month-long streets uh, streaks of learning about tegus and taking care of tegus, and then ultimately I just let it pass because I'm like I probably don't have the time and money to dedicate to the upkeep of a tegu mm-hmm. right now, or like a, a monitor of some sort. Even though I like to get into them, but I, I never get to the point of actually getting them. It just, at the end of the day, I need something that's feasible and works for me. And amen. I, I, I don't. I don't feel. I don't feel pressured to get anything else. Right. You don't want a croc <laughs> monitor. Yeah, those absolutely are what's hip not. on the grams you right know, now, man. You know, Joe. You know what you need, man. I think. I think you need a scrub python. Absolutely not. I used to want it. I was I was on that train too at one point. Dude, I was get until I've seen them. Okay, well, Melissa, here here's one for you. Get get a Brettles too. No, female. Get, get a uh, get a tannin bar scrub. They stay like a carpet size, if not smaller. Yeah. So yeah. It's like a it's like still. a it's like a pocket size Joe, scrub. That means you buy whatever scrub you want and tell her it's a tannin bar. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I would buy a, I would buy a Barneck or a Malukin, of course. Yeah, Malukin would be a lot less likely. Yeah, but I'd buy a cool Barneck because I just feel like, I mean, that's 
the most beautiful. No oh, man. Besides probably the the Malukans. Every <laughs> dude, I don't know. I Every personally, time I, go to I, like, Jacob's, I like I like the Barnett. Oh, he always messes with my Southern Every man. Time I go to his house, I open the doors. I'm like, Echo, what are you doing, you little bastard? <laughs> <laughs> He's crazy, man. Honestly, I just, I just don't want to. I just don't want eventually to have a snake where it's like, I if I open up the tongue too much and hates me and hates its life and doesn't want to eat. And... I think it's going to hate you no matter what. If it's I don't know, man. My... I know. That's the issue. <laughs> My scrub just, he's he's just different. He's got a personality, man. He's crazy. It's, uh, you know, he's got his good days, he's got his bad days, and you know, a lot of times he doesn't let me touch him a whole lot, but he lets me, he lets yeah, me, he, he lets me hold him. His The big thing with scrubs is like sudden and fast movements. If you're handling them and you're not moving fast, you're not putting anything in front of their face, you know, nothing sudden, then, you know, you're usually good. But if you're holding him and all of a sudden you stick your hand or your finger in front of his face, he's probably going to nail you. But, you know. Usually good, I think that yeah. is. <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're, we're working with, we're, bleh, we are working with my guy um, before he gets to be an adult because the last thing I want is a, you know seven to nine foot animal coming at me that's out for blood yeah dude and the teeth on those things man my see this is why i don't want one yeah no i i definitely no no i definitely i definitely joe yeah (laughs) yeah um but the teeth on those things man it's crazy as as small as my guy is what how big do you think he is justin maybe two feet no ish he 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 nailed my thumb the other day and boy i felt every one of those teeth it was it was it's crazy for the size he is but hmm. get a scrub joe just do it just do uh, it nike. don't be scared maybe one day just do it and you can I name mean, him nike there's a lot of things that go through rotation as far as keeping Mm. Over time, I'm bound to probably get into something eventually. Right. We we've got like 70 more years to keep random shit. Yeah. I'm sure. See, that's why I want to get mandarins. That's my thing that I oh. want that doesn't fit in our room, but they're not scary, crazy like scrubs. I just want to get some mandarin rat snake. Yeah, I would like to do that. Yeah, what's what species like is at the top of the list right now for the next next stuff next you want to jump into? Ooh. So I made it a little bit of a rule this year, at least trying to only do trades, not do any cash for any animals. I'm sure. Put... Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously kind of silly, but I want to put more money into caging, more money into rodent producing, and basically try to get myself self-sufficient on mice before I go too crazy. And yeah, then, you breed your own, right? Yeah, that would that would be a little bit of an overstatement. I, I've bred them for like the last couple months, and I just have one rat, and I've been just kind of testing it out to see, just to kind of get my feet under me to see if I want to do it mm-hmm. to the point where I could, you know, at this point, we're probably spending like two hundred to three hundred dollars easily on rodents. This time of the year is going to be more than that because right, right, you're bringing everything. Females out. are eating more. Mm-hmm. Yes, so producing my own rodents would put a large dent in the cost of what it 
you know, is to keep all these animals. So I guess if anyone's ever interested in starting a business in reptiles, you got to know that probably one of the biggest factors is that you got to control your feed. It's not only about your own animals, it's about getting the their food, basically, getting the rodents or whatever they may need. So that's an important thing to get a hold of when you are because you know people run out of certain sizes certain things during certain times of the year yeah and you don't want to be caught without food especially with animals that are dependent you know their cycles dependent on them more so so mm-hmm. you just gotta you gotta try to control what you can control as far as each step of the way goes so that's kind of my thoughts on that not that i'm trying to like build a huge business out well, of this. Well, no, I mean, doing them even on but, a, even if it's only covering, you know, a, a chunk of a food bill, like, that makes a huge difference on an annual basis. It's like, yeah, it will be cutting money that will eventually improve the lives of the animals because I'm able to, we're trying to switch everything over to something more appropriate as far as, we do a lot of tubs now. We will probably keep on doing tubs, but we will do more functional tubs, more mm-hmm. tubs with things in them to at least give the animal stimulation to it, that, whatever extent we deem necessary. So that's honestly, that's something I've been practicing now. Um, I have, I run a couple rack systems. Um, <clears throat> and one of them I have all my, um, I've got a couple real young ones and then a couple, um, sub adult juvenile carpets and, uh, one rack with two different, uh, size tubs in it. But, you know, in the tubs, I've got PVC pipes for them to perch on. I've got a little plant in there. It's not real. You know, it's yeah, not real, not a real plant obviously, but, <laughs> but it works out well. You know, I added the plant just to give them a little bit of cover, um, because I think some of the tubs are a little big for a few of the animals, but just adding something for them to perch on, you know, because. I know they utilize it, so I've been trying to advocate, you know, just little things like that into my racks. You know, just because they're tubs doesn't mean you can't do something cool with them. Yeah, and I don't think it takes spending a lot of money. It's just no. doing some little things. Yeah, to be honest, most of my the stuff that I get for even my cages and my racks, I get most of my stuff from Walmart and Lowe's. Like honestly, the only thing I ever really get from pet stores is would be a plant, you know, some type of plastic plant if I want one. Um, but a lot of my stuff, all my PVC comes from Lowe's. My shelves come from Walmart. You know, keep it cheap, keep it simple, but yet effective. Yeah, I think we need to start going back a little bit more to what is now an old school mentality where everyone used to build it themselves, mm-hmm. but now we're so accustomed to being able to buy racks and stuff like that and that obviously has its place and it's been able to create this commercially viable market that we have you know mm-hmm. racks are honestly the reason why anyone was able to make money on snakes why there were people you know making a living doing this is because they got the cost down but i think now we can especially if you're just breeding a few things we can try to build upon it so obviously the racks do really, really well for breeding snakes. So we need to take that information and kind of use it to our benefit and improve it from there instead of trying to, I don't know, strip it down. I mean, we stripped it down as far as we could. Now let's build upon it a little bit. At least right. that's how I see it. Right. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. You guys are going to Northeast Carpet Fest, right? 
Yes, we're so ooh, excited. Ooh, ooh. Or at least I'm so excited. Well, Justin won't be joining me. At but... the moment. I'm going to talk to Raj again and see if I can get it off. I'm going to try. What? I'm going Did to attempt to. Maybe. I doubt it, but we'll see. He said no the first time because he said he had something going on that same weekend, but knowing him, he forgets a lot. I could sneak it in there, and then he'll be like, yeah, totally. And then he'll, like, the time will come, he'll be like, oh, well, I have a thing going on this week. I'm like, but you said at the beginning of the year that I could go. It's the Catalina wine mixer. (laughs) The fucking Catalina wine (laughs) mixer. But regardless, uh, me and uh, me and my roommate slash best friend Ty will be making the drive up from old <laughs> South Carolina. Um, so how far is that? It's about ten hours. Holy crap! Which it's not. That's not horrible for me. If I'm gonna travel somewhere, if I'm gonna drive somewhere, I want to keep it under ten hours or under. So it's kind of right at my limit for driving. Um, I've been on way too many 20 plus hour car rides to Jesus. enjoy that anymore. So try to keep it under 10. So that's, it's worth the drive. Is into reptiles too? He's not, he's interested in them. Um, he's, you know, we've been really, really good friends, you know, since I was, you know, a freshman in high school. Um, so he's kind of. What are you doing? Oh, Joe, turn your. I can hear that. What? I just heard you put the toilet seat up. <laughs> yeah. P- put it down, No Joe. one would have known if you didn't say anything, yeah. goddamn. I know. Right? That's like... <laughs> I was saying that, and then I thought, oh everyone, did y'all want to hear him? Put... You do you, Joe. Can you hear me? <laughs> that... <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. I'm a full-functioning young man. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm definitely able to hear it. Someone sounds strong. Oh my god. This is so Are you hydrated? That is worse than Justin eating chips. Is it clear or is it like dark? Because if it's dark, then you're. It's only clear because of the yingling. It's not actual hydration. Dude, I hate yingling. I really do. Well, how dare you, sir? I got no, but it kind of, it was kind of ruined for me because my first beer was a warm yingling and that was pretty disgusting. So you remember what your first beer was? Yeah, man. Because he's it, only like eighteen. It was actually it was actually quite a uh, <laughs> quite the traumatic experience. My first beer, but um, that's neither here nor there. Am I in the minority in this? Do most people remember their first beer? Yeah, I remember my first beer, and I remember the first time I got Mine drunk. Mine was a Miller Lite with the rifled barrel that helps it go down your gullet. Nope. Smoother. I don't know. How. Nope. Mine was my first beer was a warm Yingling, and the first time I actually got intoxicated, it was bourbon. Straight. I was drink, drinking straight bourbon. That was uh, that was a night. You remember the first time you got drunk? Was that the first time? I don't remember it very well, but I I do remember it. Parts at least. So. I remember the first time I got drunk. Is that the time you were eating leaves? Nope. Nope. Off, uh, off the tree. Uh, I got like one of those twenty dollar bottles of Jaeger, and I drank the entire thing. Nice. Oh my god. I put a straw in it and just carried it. I got it so drunk at a point I didn't even put it in a cup anymore. I <laughs> you literally were telling just me about that. Stuck a straw on the ball and just walked around. <laughs> wow. It All right. All right. Fun. Since we're telling stories, Joe, Melissa, first first time being intoxicated, go. 
I don't remember this. Why do you guys remember this? Joe, do you remember your first time being intoxicated? That means it happens a lot. I know. I remember the first (laughs) beer I drank was a Corona, which is terrible. And I I mixed it with root beer. What? I mean, I don't want to tell you how old I am because (laughs) that's probably not. I mean, we were all 12 once, man. Come on. We were all no, fine. like literally, <laughs> literally, it was like fifth grade. So. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Dang, you missed you mixed Corona with root beer, dude. That's what you do in fifth grade. That's like oh the worst gosh. combination. Like I couldn't have even. Oh, it doesn't make any sense. No, but to a fifth I didn't grader, have Justin to tell me how to make a margarita. <laughs> oh man, I was left stranded to mix my own drink. Until Justin came along. Boy, my margaritas are legit. Stupid. So is everyone else's. Melissa. Melissa. I don't. First time you drank. I definitely don't remember the first thing I had to drink. I mean, it was sometime in my teens. I guess. I don't know if this is the first time I got You're from Louisiana. They usually hit you before you hit Jeez. the bean mark. Yeah, I was about something. to say. I was about to say, didn't your, didn't your milk in your bottle have like a little bit of bourbon in it or something? Whatever that Takar or whatever carnival carny concoction is that you, you got. That's one of those places when like your little baby has a cough and you like give it whiskey to go to sleep and shit. <laughs> yeah, just give it some That's Jim like Beans a, devil cut. It'll yeah. be fine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Y'all are a mess. If I'm. Okay, the earliest I remember getting drunk is eighth grade. Eighth grade was the first time you got drunk. I'm pretty sure I am. My friend went to the hospital for alcohol poisoning. Ooh. I didn't even have my first drink until like days before I turned 21. Why? I just like drinking was never a thing that ever got my attention. Like it was never one of those things where I was like, I was super curious about it to where I felt the need to do it. I just, he, it was so indifferent to its existence. He was a prude. That's all. It, it was a blueberry to. Smirnoff ice. Blue man, you were prude. <laughs> blueberry lemonade Smirnoff ice. It was the only thing that we had in the fridge. I had an excuse for being like fucking ten. You were a grown ass <laughs> man. <laughs> you were Jake's age. Hey. <laughs> I don't even oh, care, man. man. Like Mike's Hard Lemonade, man. Those things are delicious. They're all sugar, but they're good. Oh, I will puke after about four of them. <laughs> after four of them. <laughs> what was that picture? Uh, who was it that tagged me in that? Was that Cox? What? The 14 beers at Chili's thing? Oh, my gosh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> 16 beers at Chili's later. Fighting ninjas. <laughs> dude, that was so funny. I was going to tag you in it. Then I realized that Ryan posted it. Oh, man. My love for Chili's runs deep. Dude, it's it's oh, real. And it's, oh, it's Oh, no. It's we, a, we are fragrant Chili haters. Like, to the why? No. I want answers. I want to know why. Like, get your shitty microwave jalapeno popper asses <laughs> out of my life. Everything I love from Chili's, I can yes. get in microwave form. No. Boom. False. So true. False. Oh, man. And they they all just heated up. Ripping Chili. False. Those Chipotle chicken crispers are made fresh to order. Chipotle and the street crispers. corn, you don't pull street corn out of a freezer and put it on there yeah, and have you, it taste yeah, that you good. Pick, you pick it up off you the street. Can't. 
why it's called street corn. What the corn. fuck is a crisper? That's not even a food. <laughs> it's a chicken. It's a chicken tender, but it's not just any chicken it's tender. Just, it's a goddamn it's a, Chili's it's chicken a tender. Crisper. Have some fucking respect for the tender, dog. You can't just call it a crisper. And it's got the chipotle you sauce can't, on you it. You can't just change the name because you put some sauce on it and you're and called Chili's. Shut up. And their fries just are impeccable. Their ranch dressing is on point every time. Ranch dressing is important. And their corn, oh, it is. Their corn is amazing. Ranch dressing is very important. I don't care how much butter and salt they slather that corn in. It's amazing. <laughs> they, okay. can, they can Paula Dean the shit out of that corn all day long. I don't even care. <laughs> now, I'm happy you at least chose chilies instead of Applebee's. Oh, I'm yeah. Really Applebee's is the Applebee's worst. Theater. We yeah, had an Applebee's here, and it was the most yeah. disgusting restaurant you will probably ever set foot in. Yeah, ain't ain't no way they pass inspections. They're closed now for yeah. obvious reasons. Yeah, so they're never clean. They're never good. Apple Ruby Tuesdays, Chili's, <laughs> Olive Garden's on the oh, menu too. Don't hate on Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Olive Garden is, is so garbage. Good. It should yeah, be called I'm, Olive Garbage. I'm not a big fan of oh, Olive Garbage no, either. Oh it's so good. Yeah. Olive Garbage. I mean, the food's basically free, so that's pretty cool. True. They just give you give you breadsticks for life. But their pizza, one, man, their one. pizza tastes like the plastic it's wrapped in from the oh, freezer they pulled order it from. Pizza there? No, you order like lasagna. And their calamari oh. is garbage. You're not going to an Olive Garden to get good calamari. It's, but when you're there, you're family. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, my family ain't making no good calamari. Oh. Go to a, rest- a good Burr. restaurant for that. It's horrible. So. <laughs> Speaking of eating establishments, some waffles from Waffle House sound pretty legit right now. Oh my gosh. What else? We've only had negative Waffle House no. experiences of late. No, 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 us together. I've had a good one. I don't know what. When we go together, we have really bad Waffle House. House experiences, but I've had so many growing up of drunk ones at 3 a.m. You, if it's a Waffle House, you can't expect much. You have to yeah, go in there. You, you know when yeah, it's a dive. Like, come on, dude. I, we basically went sober. That was the issue. Yeah, you got go sober all the you time. You got to go like 3 a.m. when you're like hammered. I go on like Sunday mornings. My roommate <laughs> was like, "What are you like a nine-year-old so veteran? Like Sundays, I go there in the morning. I sit in my corner. I order my waffles and my orange juice, and I get the hell out of Dodge." Oh god, dude. Um, what was I gonna, I was gonna say? So. Oh, I was at a I was at a Waffle House out in the out in the sticks of uh, of Beaufort out by my place or something. Yeah, there's a Waffle House out there. Anyways, Point South. Yeah, Point oh, South. Okay. There's a Waffle House right there, and um, this is like out kind of. It, it's just way out of the way. But man, there was uh, two of the workers back there straight up started fighting behind the counter. <laughs> Waffle House. <laughs> it's literally the Wild West so there, funny, dude. Like, man. anything goes. Yeah, they don't care Waffle House, man. You yeah. can walk in. And it's like, I, I don't want to see the people who cook the food, man. <laughs> no. I don't need to see them. You got some dude in the corner who's been there for, like, three days who's, like, ODing in the booth. Oh, my like, gosh. Just kicking back. You got some, some club rats sitting there doing lines off the countertop while they're waiting on their waffles. Wow. Like, that's okay. It's well, just it's a lawless land, wow. that Waffle House. We have really gone off a beaten path here. So let's bring this back in and Justin, what is what is our time? 
Let's talk about how y'all are coming up to Northeast Carpet Fest more. Oh, we were actually, if I was, a... if I was able to go, we were talking about doing like a podcaster triathlon. We're like us Man. and you guys and <laughs> Owen and and Burke. We like. Yeah. I think out. we would do. We should do. I wish we could all get together and do a podcast beer Olympics, like like a decathlon. I would oh, say, dude, I can't. Like, I, I can't chug beer. Up. I can't chug beer. Uh, well, see the games I can do, we're but like, like if we that would be you're, one thing. If we're you are your size and you can't chug beer. No, I don't do beer, man. I do a little bit. I don't. I don't see if we if we yeah, if if we were just rough. if we were just picking up can and cans and seeing who could chug the most, I would definitely lose. But as far as like games go, I, I can play like beer pong. And he stuff thinks like he's that. an absolute legend of beer pong. No, I don't. I know I suck at beer pong. But Everyone I enjoy does. It. I, I enjoy it. I drank for you last time we played beer pong. Cause I, I'm not I a, got not a big beer was, guy. That was a rough night. Liquor is liquor. I can do. You can do like scotch pong or like Jaeger pong or margarita pong. Okay, we'll be dead. But <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll die. <laughs> I'll go all day on that. But no, but for real though, man. If 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 all of us can go, well, I guess if Justin can go, we need to do a podcast triathlon. <laughs> And besides, if anyway, if if he can't, Ty can all, Ty can stand in his way in his position because they're basically right. the same person. Ty's just black. Didn't I say it's, whoever whoever lost like they had to open the beginning of their show every time with like their I was fan, saying like, saying, saying that the podcast other podcast is the best podcast in the in the in the, hobby, in the world. In the world. Yeah, for like the next year. Yeah, for the next year, for the entire year, the loser <laughs> has to say. Yeah, winner basically like you need to run ads on your podcast. Yeah, for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but the, the the two losing podcasts have to have to say they're sponsored <laughs> by the other one. So basically, M- NPR and Port City Pythons will have to say that THP is the best podcast <laughs> out there. So, but especially if I bring Ty, you have to come. I you know I want to, and I may bring cigars again. Like I said, I brought some to Southeast Carpet Fest, and like. Burke is the only one that smoked one with me. So, yeah. oh, I don't know anyone who's in the cigars, but I'm sure there are people. I would there. certainly smoke one. Melissa, you should smoke some. I feel like I'm just wasting. It feels wasteful. Why? She doesn't want to smoke the whole thing. They're delicious. I don't know if I'm doing it right. They're good still. for you. After all these years, <laughs> I still don't feel like I'm doing it right. And. So I feel like I'm wasting. <laughs> well, I got to smoke Justin one with Burke. paid to do it, so he can teach. So that's right. all that matters. I got to smoke one with Burke. Yep, that's Ryan. That's cool. uh, Ryan Cox will smoke one. He's coming. Oh yeah. Hey, hey. yeah. I forgot he was going to that. So basically, you have to go. You can road trip it with me and Ty. Yeah, I mean, you could give me like, yeah, you could give me some sort of death flu, so I could legitimately be sick, and then I, can, I can, can't what? go to work. What? Harness like some sort of flu virus from somebody and then give it to me. Oh, I'll send you a vial. Of I was, one of I was my just say, sticks. surely you have some some like little kid oh, yeah. germs to send me or just, something. Just send, just yeah. Never mind. I'm not gonna say. Some Ebola's just floating around. Yeah, I've got, I've got I've got this jar. Of, I got this jar of Ebola here. <laughs> it's it's sitting around. Pink eye, <laughs> what you got? I got it all. <laughs> Yeah, pick pick your disease. I got it. <laughs> disease of the week. Well, you know how you get pink eye, right? <laughs> Pathogen of the week. It's a pretty easy process. We can teach you if you need to. <laughs> I don't know. How you get pink eye. 
Well, you get pink eye from shit, right? What? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's any sort of particle. Get the fuck out of here, Justin. It's shit. It's food for some reason. What? Feces. <laughs> so, oh Jake's going to shit in a bottle, and then you're going to have to put it in your ass. That's, That's the, only, That's the only way you get pink eye? So I'm rubbing That's the only way. Eye? Direct shit. Yeah. It's no, forced. you can. It can be. You can get snot in your eyes. No. What happens? What happens is you pick your asshole and then you rub your eyes and that's that's how that goes. <laughs> now you know, Justin. You can stop getting pink eye over and over again. Right. I mean, I don't have to shit on your face for you to get it, Wrong. but I mean, if that's what we have to do. I... <laughs> mm, picking out a clip for this episode is gonna be real tough. <laughs> If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. <laughs> this is the Herpeticulture Podcast. Was anyone expecting us to be smart or anything? I don't know. Yeah, I have no so idea, man. I see. The way I look at it is like, if most people listen to our show, they probably listen to your show too. It's like they all they all know. They already know what we all do. So why not just get on here and have some fun? Yeah. You know. <laughs> at the end of the day, this is us being more of us. Than, yeah. Like feeling like we're on a podcast yeah exactly. but that's the thing is like I don't, i've said it plenty of times like even if there's not a ton of information pertaining to reptiles and stuff at the very least we Keep wanted it to be we wanted to be a break from the daily grind and yeah you know, it, it'd be a, a vacation from it, life yeah, for an hour and a half it's like what we did with uh with with eric's episode you know <laughs> everybody listens to npr so that 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 whole episode was just a shit show but it was so fun dude and uh yeah it's oh, we gotta man. do one with everyone because we want to oh, do one God. before like northeast carbon fest like we'd love to have eric and owen and then obviously you guys mm-hmm. if you guys are up here and like we would love to do one of like all of us which is gonna be fucking impossible oh my gosh dude it's gonna be terrible it's but gonna be a shit i show. would like to at least attempt it yeah, we can definitely try. I mean, I can just drink, and then Jake can be like, "Don't screw this up, and keep your mouth shut." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> he listens to me when I crack the whip. Shut up. Well, if it was anybody else, I would have been like, "Fuck you, and do what I want." But it was your, it was means. So yeah. I was like, "All right, let me not make an ass of myself." Yeah. I really wanted that episode to go well. I was like, "All right." He's like, "Please shut up." We, like, okay. <laughs> the last, the last couple of episodes had been a little rough. I was like, "All right, I want, I want to pick this back up. Let's, uh, let's keep this one." What do you mean the last couple episodes? You haven't even been on the last couple episodes. What do you mean I haven't been on the last couple episodes? I was, I've been on the last two. I literally missed the Terra Orb episode, and and come on, I was out of town for a good reason. Okay, All for right. no reason. For, Going to Florida. See you later, man. Surf's up, <laughs> dude. You you know you, you know what happened that weekend. Shut up. Yeah, you went to Florida. Oh my God, no. Prior to going to Florida, never mind. Forget it. Forget it. Goldfish died. Yeah, my goldfish died. It's very sad. Anyways, well, I think I think we're out of I think we're out of stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> we, we covered the pink eye part. Yeah, we're good to we, go. got, we got pink eye out of the way, We've so covered we're, everything. We're, we're golden. Good. Any other any other diseases you want to know about, Justin? No, I'm not. I don't want to tell you about herpes. No, no I was no. more well, curious about syphilis, but uh, whatever. 
as a as a kind of ending thing, I have to commend you guys on your t-shirts. I think they're hilarious and super creative. Oh, thank you. That asks a lot of questions, one especially. <laughs> Yeah. That's yeah, that's nice. That. No, that, that's all, Justin. I, I, how many people have bought some? Zero. Oh. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Whatever. I, I just they're there. So I, I I had a good hog nose one. Yeah, I gotta, just gotta one. find the graphic for that one. My so hog nose one was pretty good. My idea yeah. was um the the graphic on it will will just be a hog nose playing dead, and then the words on it will be fake it till you make it. So. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. You're so funny. Yeah, I'm hilarious. It took people forever to buy our shirts, I swear. I still wear the Condro Snob one religiously. (laughs) I purposefully washed it today so I can wear it in the days coming. (laughs) I felt it through the phone. He's not wearing it right now. Thank you. I'm wearing ours right now. Wow. Oh, you piece of of shit. I'm not a good listener. I'm not a good listener. Jake doesn't. Jake didn't even buy one of ours yet, dude. Can you I believe have, it. I have been so broke; it's not even funny. <laughs> Don't even dude. have your right. own podcast shirt. I have been stupid broke. Okay, so sorry for wanting to survive before I get new clothes. God, God. no excuses. So, how many uh, pairs are y'all pairing up this year? Oh shoot. How, how, many, many, how many did you pair up last year? Like, are you doing more than you did last year? We got we got a hundred percent last year, so we paired ten and got ten. Oh, nice. Um, this year, man, probably fifteen to eighteen, and we've had it's still really early. We've had like three locks so mm-hmm. far, and those were the Brooks King snakes and a couple of corn snake pairings. That the corn snake pairings are uh, basically individuals that are experienced so they nice. have done it before and they did it again rather They're quickly so do it again well my dad just brought all his kings out of brumation and he already got a lock from a pair of his easterns and he'll be pairing up a bunch of his gray bands here in the next i'd imagine week or two oh shit that's gonna be pretty See, it's sweet scary breeding Breeding king snakes was scary man and no one told me how scary it was the gray bands really are like sort of the anti-king snake in a sense like they're they're nothing like the easterns like the easterns are borderline psychotic like you open the tub and the easterns like come straight out because they think they're getting food and you put them together and they're super violent and like it's chaos and the gray bands they they seem much more mellow and much more not king-like <clears throat> yeah they don't count yeah as far as the uh they're not real i don't snakes. think they're predominantly snake eaters in comparison to yeah no i think i mean there's even been people talking about there's been people that have like cohabbed them without any problems which is i mean there's even people who like bob applegate um basically the king of all things colubrids especially king snakes he used to keep his king snakes together all year round so he never had an issue with it it seems like People who keep them all, all year round, if they're a habituated pair for whatever reason, mm-hmm. they'll typically be good. Things can still happen, but I mean, when you're pairing up and you already have a male who has a heavy feeding response, there is definitely more of a chance for something to happen, at least from our experience so far. Yeah. We've had to separate a couple of them. So, 
I don't know. There's there's something to keeping them together, but I would never recommend that because I've never done it or right. I wouldn't be able to include. There's a lot of big enough to do it. A lot it, of but... trust involved. Yeah, I don't have the balls <laughs> to do it. Yeah, yeah. and if they're anything <laughs> like the Easterns or the Brooks, I don't trust them at all. Yeah, like give it just a little bit as far as, I don't know. There's just some days where they're coming out real hot and there's some days where they're pretty relaxed. I don't mm-hmm. want them to be coming in hot and then for them to have a feeding response on one another. I don't know. Are you guys it looking for any more seem worth it to me. Um, Not in particular. We don't, I mean, I love the fact that they're the only king snake that is paired for us. I think my dad has one that he's looking to get rid of, and I'll have to ask him about it. So if you guys are interested in it at all, I can see what he what he. I think he was trying to get rid of it for cheap. I hate those things. I hate Brooks. See, those are the the ones that I enjoy the most. Ours are very very calm, very chill. I I like Brooks, man. I think we had one, and it was the devil. You couldn't hold that thing without it latching onto you at some point and trying to eat your hand. Like, legitimately, it, like, grabbed my finger and started, like, swallowing it. I'm like, what are you doing? I used to have a Brooks. Back when I lived in Texas, I had a little Brooks king snake. So cool, man. I love those things. Those are probably my favorite kings. The Easterns and the Grey Bands are my favorite. I like the Easterns a lot. That was probably one of my herping, field herping highlights was finding an Eastern king snake. Um, that was that I'm was really, really surprised. Cool. There's there's not more people doing stuff with those. There's actually a locality king, uh, kings like Eastern King group on Facebook. That's mm-hmm. just a handful of guys, and they breed like nothing but Eastern. So there is like a very small group that's doing stuff with them. But there's not Dude. really no one messes with them, and it's so strange because you get so much variation mm-hmm. in those as well. Like the localities mm-hmm. is a big deal with those too. Check out the Southern Georgia Eastern King. It is super weird. They are like almost black and yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure if there's really that many people working with them, but they are super cool. And obviously a far cry from the black and white that you'll get up in like Virginia and stuff like that and around the coast of the... Uh, yeah, the ones the, the, the ones we States, get down but... here have a lot of black, and then like the chain pattern is really thin, like it's not super thick like you get in the Virginia localities. Mm-hmm. It's just really like wiry, and some of them it's like almost non-existent. I'll have to I'll have to see if I can find a picture of uh, the wild caught one my dad has that's from here. That one looks really cool. A lot of black and very little banding. Yeah really good. yeah it's they 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 can come in some pretty cool varieties yeah. but they also kind of intermingle a lot yeah so so where the where the king snakes um they basically cohabitate in certain areas and they mix to a certain degree or mm-hmm. like we were talking about like southern pine snakes and black pine snakes there's intergrades there too and the the southeast of the United States is kind of an interesting convergent area for a bunch of colubrid species, and a lot of them are interbreeding, and we don't really know who's who and what's what. Yeah, like uh, you know, with like yellow and gray rat snakes, those will you can get um, integrates of those, and then while I was in Florida, um, we That's were. That's more upstate though, because we only have yellows and. Yeah, that's more. I, I didn't mean here specifically. Yeah. Just you know, 
<laughs> in, in South the, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we were – I went on a herping trip to Florida um, a couple years ago, and we found – well, I found this massive – I'll just say it was a Nerodia. Um, we have no idea, you know, what species, you know, that it was crossed with. But we th- we're thinking it was a banded cross with a green – of some sort maybe but it was the craziest looking uh looking nerodia man and it was huge massive massive huge. snake um yeah but it's super cool i love i love catching those things. i actually caught a banded water snake today he's so proud of it yeah that's what was cool and he's like i'm breaking its back i'm letting it go i did not no it was cool i like i like catching water I, snakes you can keep them you can have them i love water snakes man they smell. They do smell. And they bite. Appreciate sure Yeah, I don't. I appreciate water snakes, but I am not <laughs> going up and picking one up if I don't have to. To be honest. Yep. Nah, man, I love them. They're. True I've caught. I've caught several. I've caught a lot of species of Nerodia. I found. I found greens. I found bandage, red bellies, um, salt. Or, yeah, salt marsh snakes. I think that's what they're mm-hmm. called. Um. Those are in the rodeo. The ones, the only one I haven't gotten my hands on is a brown water snake. I've also mm. found diamond. I've also found diamondback water snakes. Sounds more like nerd rodeo to me. It's, I, wow. If that makes me a nerd, <laughs> that's if that makes me a nerd. If that makes me a nerd, I'll, I'll take it. Okay. But it's also like you can see there's water snakes that. Even the northern water snake, there's accounts of it being in Texas. Mm-hmm. So like there's there's they're dispersed kind of everywhere and integrated in a lot of places and right. super interesting where um, they're just spread throughout like the the United States they're pretty awesome and I don't know if you've seen like the the broad banded water oh, snakes and, yeah the banded like, we have Texas. here are gorgeous I will say that I've yeah. I've come across some really pretty bandits yeah I I even like the the red bellies that we have here man they're just like a copper color on top just you know there's no pattern or anything just solid copper then just with a red belly I think they're you know and then their face will show Weird. a lot of the red and they're they're just awesome man I love I love all Nerodia if I'm being honest can you put your boner away <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs> What? Anyways, Anyways. <laughs> all right, all right. I think uh, I think we've about hit our time. Put it to bed. <laughs> yeah, that's. I need to put my boner away now. Apparently, yeah. so. Yeah, take care of that boner. Yeah. <laughs> Roll it back up. I need to go find some Nerodia. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, Where can man. people find you? Yeah. For those that might not know where you are or how to get yeah. a hold of you <laughs> someone wants to reach out to us they can find us on instagram facebook and youtube at port city pythons they could also check out our website portcitypythons.com hey. or cornhub.com <laughs> cornhub.com this again <laughs> he's been trying to make that a thing <laughs> i love it cornhub I love it. Is it. It costs $375,000 for that domain name. So really? Are you kidding me? I haven't me? splurged for it, but... <laughs> it's going to happen. I haven't yeah. splurged yet. I haven't had the extra pocket change to throw that out there yet. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You know, I haven't sold enough corn. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all coming on. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on, guys. <laughs> this has been. This I guess been, it was okay. <laughs> I guess this was an all right episode. Quick synopsis of the episode: I am not an old man. Brats has a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a. Um, jo- Justin, Joe's trying to buy the Cornhub domain Justin, for four hundred dollars. <laughs> Justin has a weird obsession with baby oil. Yeah. Um, yeah episode 33 and melissa and our first drinking experience that yeah. was a new one yeah that was that was definitely a new one that should be a new segment on, on our show first experience drinking hmm. thank you to our sponsor fishhead diagnostics for <laughs> sponsoring this episode once again with our q a yes, of the and, week and again a big thank you to joe and melissa from port city pythons we really appreciate you guys coming on it's a fun episode for sure it will happen again soon thank you so much for having us on so yeah i can't talk i look i look forward to meeting y'all at northeast carpet fest. at carpet fest whoop, whoop. if you need a place to stay if you're like sleeping in your car you can sleep here it's probably not much better than your car because <laughs> you'll be in a snake room or something but hey man i passed out in my and car i passed out in my car did. at southeast carpet fest and it, i woke it, up i was like oh god where's brats he wasn't in the tent <laughs> with me and billy and i was like oh shit He's gone. Where'd he go? <laughs> and I'm like, also, Philly is like a little bit different than Northern Florida, so yeah. it's a more precarious situation depending yeah. on where you are. Y'all yeah. need to get him on your show too, if you haven't yet. He's got all kinds of cool stuff. Billy. Oh, Billy. Oh, yeah, Billy Hunt. Yeah. Uh, yeah Uwabami reptiles. He's got maclets. He's got chondros. He's got maclets. Maclets. Is that what you just said? <laughs> Maclots, you fucking idiot! Maclots, Maclots, Maclots. They're not. Fuck you! It's Maclots. They're so dumb. No, it's. Wait, 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 wait. So Justin actually thinks it's Mac. It wasn't a slip. He actually thinks it's. Mac- no, he actually thinks it's Maclots. Maclots Python. Yes, even Melissa's in. Jeez. It's just a little Maclot. Maclots. <laughs> It's a, it's a widow Maxwitz python. He's got carpets. Oh, a little Maxwitz. He's got. <laughs> he's got like what does he get? The Chinese beauties or Taiwan beauties? Well, he, well, he's got he's got the Maxwitz pythons and, and he's got the radiated rat snakes oh. and um. He's got weighted wide snakes and and how is that any different qu- Maclots? Quapit pythons. Tomato, tomato, and... bitch. <laughs> Dude, his Maclots pythons are pretty cool. Maclots. <laughs> how is that any? Oh, That's not even wrong. It's you the can't oh. Even... Jacob, you need to you need to dwell in this. He's been making fun of you. Oh my god. Uh, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> papaya. Yeah, Maclots. Freaking god. You're Mac, such an idiot. Maclot. See, this is what a friend does. I correct you when you're being stupid. I've called. I Mac tell Lutz you. Since day I one. tell you that you're wrong. I've, I'm gonna. Unlike somebody else. I'm not else. even gonna fight you on it because I'm not wrong. Maclots is the same not... thing as Maclots. Oh jeez. Okay, uh, Joe. On Joe, phonics, bitch. Joe, you say it for us. Say it. What Maclots? Yeah, Maclots. There Mac-lots. it is. You're Mac just lots. putting emphasis on the O. No, you're changing the no, O to an I. You're I'm saying Maclets. No, it's more of an E, actually. Okay, Maclets, whatever. It's still That's not Maclots. Maclets. No. You're making an I. Mac-lets I'm just saying it faster. 
Okay, say the scientific name. Why is this Maclotty? Maclotty! Maclotty! You see my point here? <laughs> yeah, nothing. You ain't got nothing now. You yeah. know how I say oil? Or you say Earl? No, I say oil. Oil. Fish oil. Fish oil. Because of my dialect. Dumbass. And my my slight accent, I say That's you so have all Beaufort dialect. You have huh? no accent, dude. I do a little bit. No, you don't. I do. No. Certain words. Official. No. I guess you sound a little inbred, so I can I can get it. So. Whatever, Joe Dirt. <laughs> Joe Dirt. Anyways. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, now that we wrapped up, now, got out of this. I'm not even <laughs> yeah, gonna guys, bother trying to dirty. explain that pinnacle of American cinema to you. <laughs> I've seen Joe Dirt, dude. Yeah, it's it's ten thirty. Yeah, sister. it's it's time to it's time to go. Homer, where you mate? I'm your sister. I'm your sister. <laughs> you like to see Homer's name? Oh my god! No, Homer, where <laughs> you mate? Shut up! Shut up! All right. Alright, episode 33, guys. Kicking like wang. Homo's naked? <laughs> no, no, homo, where you make it? Well, man, whatever you're into. <laughs> when you're down, stare at a clown. I'm staring at one right now. His name's Jacob Bratz. Ooh. Oh, don't you have a rodeo to be at? No. <laughs> it's tomorrow, you ass. The brodeo. Did you hang on for the full eight seconds? I did. Okay, okay. All right, that's this is yeah. <laughs> good, <laughs> good night, guys. Thank you all for coming all right. on. Later, dudes. Later. Later. Melissa, are you even gonna say Melissa, goodbye? Say something. Jesus. Bye. <laughs> she's she's, not even she's in the other room now. She's taking a piss. <laughs> she's checked out. She's like whatever. <laughs> no, all I right. legit walked away from that. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's. <laughs> All right, y'all. y'all have... You're free to go now. We'll release. We, we release you. Yeah, sorry for bothering well, you. Well, walked away from her phone yeah. to take a shit. Sorry to bother you, Melissa. <laughs> you hear Melissa go quiet for a second. I hear. She's making BMs, guys. Settle down. <laughs> All right, for real though. All right. Three, two, one. Good night. Bye. Later. Melissa. Oh my God! <laughs> There's two phones. Hello. Are we both still on? No, I think someone. Oh, oh no, she's down there. Oh. I was, I was like, I couldn't find the, the hang-up. Okay. No. Because I'm on my... Uh, you, know, you know what I mean. Fine. Right. Bye. Oh, bye. For real. Later. Right. <laughs> Dude, my face hurts from laughing. because you're ugly. <laughs> oh, Later. wow. That was... Ending uh, on a high note. Uh, is it still going? It is still going. Uh, At some point, it's got to stop. All right. Well, that was a fun episode. Thank you all for listening to yet another episode of the Herpeticulture Podcast. My name is Jacob Rotz with JLB Morelia. As always, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, etc., etc. Anybody feel free to message me with regards to anything. I've been getting a few more messages lately about questions, and I love it. So hit me up if y'all need anything at all. Justin's getting annoyed, so I'm going to shut up now. Episode 33. 
Subscribe. SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Buy a shirt. Yeah. Support the podcast. Buy a shirt. Do bunch that. of designs now. Ooh. I'm uploading like a design. I'm uploading <sighs> a couple designs a week now. Yeah, yeah. We still need to get the papaya shirts made. We do. People, they want them. The people They're want clamoring them. for them. And Eric still has to put one on a koala covered in baby oil. Yeah. So. All right, y'all. All right. Justin Smith, Palmetto Coast Exotics. And we cue outro. Cue outro. Yeah.